Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch is answering a question off the air here as we're live at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And uh, you can be a part of the show. Call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Oh, How are you doing? I had to turn my uh, heater on coming over here in the car. <laughs> It's so it cool feel, and nice. And no, it wonderful. feels nice outside. Really does. People are responding to the to the weather. That, yeah. Uh, everybody's wearing their mask. Yeah. Being safe. And um, we got a lot of good specials on sale. Yeah, a lot I've, of great I've stuff. I've already talked to some people, and they wanted to use a screening plant. Oh yeah. Even even though I said is is it are his neighbors that ugly? And, uh, yeah, he, he was he, he was a little taken aback by that yeah, question. He, he, assured, he assured me that he had nice neighbors. Yes, but he just didn't want to see them when he was sitting out in the yard. Yeah, I think a lot of people. He explained that he came from a situation where he yeah, didn't two, have a neighbor. Yeah, two thing. moves ago he didn't have neighbors, and then one move ago <laughs> he had something that led to an open field, and now he had. Neighbors, and it's like I don't want to see them. So, <laughs> well, Lord, you got good-looking neighbors. Yeah, you remember that lady came in. Uh, I get was it last week or week before, and uh, she wanted a screening shrub. Right. I think it was after the show. Yeah, I think so. And uh, for, to block her, block her, the view of her neighbors. And uh, and I said. What do you have ugly neighbors? That's what I always ask everybody. Right. Why do why don't they want to see their neighbors? Oh, I do remember the answer to this. You remember that? Yeah. And uh and finally she Their neighbors broke down. were a little too attractive. Oh uh, yeah. And she kind of uh broke down after I questioned her for a while and said that uh she had uh, two teenage boys. Yeah. And in there, uh, t- yeah, teenage boys. And uh, the neighbors had two teenage girls. And they built a swimming pool right by the fence. I mean, right by the fence so that uh, yeah. you, the, the boys could see the girls over the fence. Yeah. And yeah. I said, Weren't you ever a young lady? Weren't you? Don't you remember your teen years? Yeah. She, and, uh, <laughs> she, she, she may not she, have enjoyed being leered at by young uh, teenage boys. <laughs> well, I think but, all, all. Yeah, Jerry did try to like. No, why? Why, why would you do that? Uh, no, no. And, but uh, she was I, determined. I finally refused. Oh no, you helped her. Yeah, but I, I said, don't tell the teenage boys. <laughs> 
that I told you what to plant there. Cause that, yeah, I don't that's, want to take that's, that's bad for uh, the youth. Youths of our The youths. Hey, uh, speaking of some of the plants that you probably told her about, I'm trying to see. We have those foundation shrubs on sale. Yeah, that, those are good. Uh, I think most of the ones that you talked with her about were not the dwarf varieties. No, she wanted uh, something over to go over a privacy fence. Uh, and they had, I think they had a two-story house, so it had to be a pretty tall uh, shrub and evergreen. Yeah, they've got uh, most of these, I think, are the, the, the smaller ones, although there may be other ones. There may be some that you'd recommend. Uh, yeah. Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly. Yeah, we were recommended standard uh, Yeah, holly. standard hollies. Um, and uh, the uh, also uh, on sale... Yeah. Uh, uh, ground covers. Yeah. Uh, Calvin mentioned in his article uh, today, it says that uh, if you have areas that the grass is kind of thinning out uh, because of shade, and a lot of people have that, I was in my neighbor's yard yesterday and uh, <laughs> taking a picture over there, and uh I play, I play, when I I used to own that area. Oh, okay. And uh, I, we planted a pear tree, a fan crisp pear tree, years ago, 20, 30 years ago. And uh, now it's it's a big tall tree, and uh, had a lot. Usually it has a lot of pears every year, but under that tree, the grass is dead as a hammer. Oh. So it shaded it out, and uh, now now is the time to plant uh, ground covers, and they're on sale. Yep, ninety-eight cents each. Yeah, and uh, so if you're doing, let's let's talk about that. Okay. So let's say uh, I guess it depends on which one you choose. Which one do you like to recommend the most? Well, the Asian jasmine. Very like slurapi or monkey grass. No, which we have both of, and. Uh, I, I kind of like Asian jasmine. You've talked about that before, too. Yeah, so yeah. how do you figure how many to buy for the area that you need? Uh, Let's say you've got a six-by-six six area. Uh, you put them uh, about uh, two, two or three inches apart. Let's say these are on four-inch pots, so these right. are fairly large. Okay. So I'd put them uh, two or three inches apart, plant them now. Okay. And uh, they will not grow significantly uh, during, the, during the winter, but they'll take root. They will root out. And then next spring, they'll be ready to grow. Okay. So, uh, and also, I don't think the weed population, uh, the grass population... It's going to be as as hard on them uh, at planting at this time of the year as it would be in for spring. So uh, you don't have to worry about combating the weeds and the oh, grass okay. and things. All right. Maybe if you're lucky, some of my horse herb will creep yeah. in there and interplant them for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just ask Evelyn. But you still have to you still have to water them. Yeah. You have to keep them moist. 
for them to get established. Talking about ground covers, Calvin. Yeah, talking about Asian jasmine and planting now. And uh, like I said, uh, Niels Ferry likes the uh, Larape or the monkey grass. And they have a dwarf monkey grass, too, that you plant closer together. Oh, okay. But it's slower to grow, of course. But uh, they've got a... Got a lot of a lot of good. Uh, they got the ground covers and the uh, the citrus trees on sale, and uh, I mean a tremendous, <laughs> tremendous amount of uh, citrus trees. All kinds, all kinds. Lots of, of good choices. Yeah, a lot of choice. good choices. Well, uh, well, uh, Milton was here when I was having this discussion with a, a gardener, and she she wanted to know. What could, she, what should she choose? There were just too many choices. Yeah. So I, I of course, I, Meyer lemon and Mexican lime. And she came back and said, "Well, there was no Mexican lime there." Yeah. Was, uh, she couldn't. She couldn't find it. Then we, oh, then when we had a little discuss a little further, and she said, "But there was, there was Mexican thornless lime." Yeah. There was, uh, I mean, there were like three versions of Mexican <laughs> lime there, and I said, all of them would qualify as Mexican lime. Uh, I, I imagine they, people say that uh, they want the thornless one, but uh, they say it doesn't produce as much as the uh, thorny one. Well, I, to- I told her that uh, there would be times I showed her my arms with these yeah. uh, these. Uh, Chops from the cuts from roses and uh, blackberries and uh, limes with thorns, and I, I said, you, a lot of times you'll be happy you don't have the thorns. Yeah. And uh, the neat thing about that is that citrus, uh, trace, trace, and millburgers are 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 interesting. They just got in a new shipment of beautiful plants. And they just got in a new shipment, and uh, they've got them on sale. Uh, let's see, regularly forty four ninety nine, Milton. Almost. They were almost forty five dollars. Almost. I wonder if uh, citrus falls into the <laughs> non taxable, like, uh, like tomatoes do and stuff. But they're on sale for thirty eight eighty eight. And I was as I was looking at that. I was thinking back 40 years ago, which is about all I do these days. <laughs> but uh, used to there wasn't there wasn't very much citrus on the market, and the satsumas on the market were going for over 40 or 50 dollars a piece 40 years ago. Hmm. So uh, uh, we've been working with the nurseries in Texas, of course. All citrus sold in Texas has to be grown in Texas. But we've got a couple of uh, very good uh, producers now. They're producing good good trees and uh, uh, good varieties. And uh, Mil- Milton, still we... Still got a good price. We're not old enough to question his, yeah, me- his right. memories. I mean, <laughs> no. yeah, I guess I guess he could be right. It's hard to believe. Yeah, Allridge, Allridge Nursery out here uh, in Von Army was the only one that had Satsumas. And they had them 
some years and some years they didn't because their their uh, mother tree would freeze and uh, I've got pictures of it they would cover it up with uh, they were covered up way up to the to the um, graft union with uh, with sand or soil around it before it would freeze hard freeze and it was a worry the one called a worry I don't even know if we sell a worry anymore I, we had we had some last year but that's the original satsuma but anyway they got a good selection of them this this particular guy this guy wanted a a tree he wanted to buy a tree he already had a crepe myrtle but he was kind of thinking along the lines of uh, planting a, another crepe myrtle maybe red uh, which we don't have a lot of crepe myrtles now but we got some but uh, I, I kind of talked him <laughs> into uh, he could only buy his wife said he could only buy one tree yep <laughs> And so I kind of talked him into a navel orange, because he he didn't want to he didn't he wanted a screening plant, and he wanted something uh, probably with flowers on it if possible, so he could sit out in his yard and write or do whatever he wanted to in the beauty of his backyard, without seeing the neighbors. <laughs> so I told him uh, that that. Uh, Naval orange will get to be a, a tall tree and wide, and uh, will bloom in the in the spring, and uh, have fruit in the fall. So that's what uh, I think. That's what he settled on. That's what uh, Steve Brown fell in love with was, uh, and he 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 got some uh, seeds, and he he was, oh, was one Lord. of these. Uh, he was going to. Uh, He's going to retire after seven or eight years when it finally started to bloom. Uh-huh. But but of course it started blooming like uh-huh. a, a five <laughs> five years. It was a that was, they were very attractive trees and loaded with fruit. Uh, yeah, really quickly. Was it a orange? Yeah, Navel orange. Orange. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the problem is, of course, it took over the whole. No. Uh, yeah. Raised that garden. They get big. Yeah, and we, he planted one in each of uh, of. Two of the gardens, and they they filled them up for sure. Yeah. Wow! And he did both both those from seed. Yes. Wow. And yeah. of course, oh. of course, we poo pooed them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll take forever, you know, and and you we won't, you won't to, be happy with it. But we were trying to get that cheapskate to come over and buy some. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, every time we filmed something, somebody from the case that would be coming out and going stealing. Taking some oranges off of his, oh, off of Lord, his tree I'm that right. last year, <laughs> uh, oh, but it was it was a very good fruit. It kind of yeah. changed my, uh, I I I just never took the navel orange for seriously. Yeah. The, the other one that I liked, uh, the blood orange. I thought that 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 is a. I never haven't had much experience with blood orange. Yeah, that's but navel orange tasty. is one of my favorites. In fact, there used to be a famous, I don't know if this is the Texas Naval or not, but uh, the Valley used to sell, the one that sells, they sell grapefruit now, uh, and very few oranges, but they used to sell an orange called uh, the Valley Naval, 
that are supposed to be one of the best oranges in the world. Yeah. But uh, the way I got excited about navels was uh, uh, a guy called me. He was, lived in northwest San Antonio inside Loop 410. And he said he had a tree full of navel oranges. And I was brand new. I mean, I'd just gotten here and infatuated with citrus. And I went out there, and sure enough, he had some of the prettiest, best-tasting navel oranges I've ever seen. They were next to his house, and... uh, he used the root to, he covered it if it got extremely cold. But uh, it did well. Very cool. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604. And Boulevardy Road. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on special this week at Millburgers because if you've always wanted to grow citrus or you want to add more citrus to your yard, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers, and here's why. This week at Millburgers, you will find a great sale on a huge selection of all your favorites, including lemons, limes, satsuma oranges, grapefruits, and more. They're on sale normally in the number five container. They're $44.99. Now they are just thirty-eight eighty-eight. What a great savings! And now's the time to plant them. Now is also the time to plant your landscape shrubs, and you'll find a great selection of Millburgers. Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly, and much more. The number three container is now, are you ready for this, 40% off at just eleven eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll find Millburgers winterizer, lawn fertilizer, and more on sale. 1604 on Bull Road. Go online at Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Got to talk to Spider-Man, Warren Remy, and, uh, and his wife and all the gang over there, uh, Maryland and everybody over at Spider-Man Pest Control on Monday, and they're getting lots of calls for termites and rats. Oh! Yeah. So the uh, rats are trying to get in. Out of yep, the rats hole. want in the house. <laughs> and... Uh, they uh, so if you're having problems with that or you uh, having problems with anything, quite honestly, the uh, Spider-Man termite and pest control can help you out. And what I like about Warren Remy and the gang is that one, gosh, he was rattling off all the things that he was a part of. Uh, so he uh, keeps up with the latest trends, and there are about four or five organizations, maybe even more that he belongs to and gets information from and has oftentimes been the leadership in. Now, how does that help you? It helps you because you know he's involved in his industry and learning the latest things like the Into Care Mosquito Trapping System. That's Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Give him a call and you'll like working with him. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Online 
at GoSpidermanPest.com. GoSpidermanPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on. Calvin, you had a question as the show started from that nice man who gave us a compliment about the show that he enjoyed listening. Do you remember what he was talking about? No, I just got so flattered and flattered. I know, you just... I just can't even remember what the... Okay. Was it the the big long issue, or was uh, yeah? It was right uh, the man with the Cubs mask. Oh, he he was uh, attempting. He had a. I did, I'm not sure I understood the landscape situation, but he had a, uh, was uh, dominated by rock that had been hollowed out, and he was trying to find plants that would would survive in that in kind of a how soil put in those kind of situations in a hot sunny location in a hollowed out rock yeah in, in kind of a rock, rock that had been uh, yeah that, and I didn't I didn't hear <laughs> where where it came from originally it was in some kind of a maybe it was a building or a uh, yeah uh, Oh, some kind of uh, fancy driveway or something. I don't know. But anyhow, so yeah, we were we were talking about. Uh, oh, and they had a lot of deer too. So oh, we were talking about lantanas and salvias and. What about what about cactus? Well, he talked about that, but he, he and his wife weren't too enthusiastic <laughs> about cactus. Any succulent? Yeah. And what about blue shade? Uh, Not blue shade. Uh, purple art. Didn't mention uh, Purple Heart. Um, <laughs> we did mention... Uh, really? Uh, oh, the... Uh, no, because of the deer. The, yeah, that's true. Deer, deer eating. So, so, but that that was the dilemma. There was a lot of uh, plants mentioned. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I suggested he get himself some... Uh, a generous supply of liquid fence and experiment with some of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, that, that's not an easy uh, situation, uh, the limited reservoir like that, and yeah. uh, we would dry out. I, I wonder if uh, the sedges, you know, uh, if the deer would eat the sedges. I don't I, think so. I don't know. I'm not sure on the, whether they eat the sedges. I know a lot of uh, some of the landscape architects in San Antonio are using yeah. sedges in the shade for right, uh, right. the ground covers. And they're very can be very attractive. And very drought tolerant. Yeah, and they're not. It's not a uh, uh, manicured look, but it's uh, right. it's a kind of it's a, a neat natural look, but it's it's un, under control. So that is a, a good option. Then we had. I was also. Uh, well, hang on a sec. Oh, with him. Well, let's, Sharon has been waiting. I didn't see okay. the. So Sharon is on the line. It's with our the, Sharon. Um, Master Gardener Sharon? It might be. She's got an asparagus. Gardening, uh, men's Garden Club Sharon? I don't know. We'll find <laughs> out now. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, well, how can I we have, help you? I want to transplant my asparagus from one pot to another type pot. When should I do that? Say what? Well, one more time. You broke up as you were telling us. I Two want pots. to transfer my asparagus plant. Oh. When is my? Uh, is this a good time to do it? 
Well, you want to cut it back? I have not cut it back yet, but it hasn't had much care this summer. Okay. Uh, but I want to That's move. Right. The pots are given away, and I'm going to repot it to another place. Oh, it's in a container? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't cut it back. Uh, you can cut it back at any time. Right. Uh, but now that the weather is cooled, uh, I doubt if it'll sprout, even if you cut it back now. But we generally tell people with asparagus beds, uh, where they planted them in the ground, uh, wait to Thanksgiving. And if they haven't uh, frozen back, which a lot of times they don't, go ahead and uh, cut them to the ground. Yeah, I usually did mine in January, by January at least. Okay, well, yeah, if you don't do it in Thanksgiving, yes. <laughs> you, can, you can do them in January. Yes. But when can I move it? If it's in a pot, you can move it at any time. Do you want to repot it? I just want to move the pot into a bigger, uh, a large, pretty large container. Okay. I'd, I'd go ahead and do that now. Uh, whenever you, when it's cool enough to do it. Yeah. And the plants will appreciate it. Yeah. Should and I just, cut them uh, back as I do it? Or do I have to move the whole top? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you can cut them back, like I said, from now on. Uh-huh. You, but uh, I, I was thinking that you might want to divide them. Uh, are all all your do your any of your plants have uh, red berries on them? I've been pulling those out. Good girl. <laughs> so so I, you'll have more male plants. That's good. But how do they multiply? If I pull out root, all those, root. by root division. By root. Okay. Uh, yeah, but in other words, when you knock that plant out of that pot. You're going to see it. It looks like it's got a bunch of spiders uh, that's, uh, with, little le- with big legs on them. Okay. On top of each other. Okay. And to, and to get a new asparagus plant, all you have to do is separate those roots, uh, roots uh, that root system, and, uh, and, and give it room from the other plants. Okay. So I'm at, how, how old is your asparagus plant? Oh, I've had them probably five, six years or maybe more. Okay, you then you've got a lot of uh, but they're extra, not extra plants in there. I do. You think I do? Yeah, I don't know. They're, know. they're scattered here and there in a bunch of different <laughs> pots. So okay. uh, and they haven't been well, taken care of well. Well, now, if you don't if you don't want to divide the root system. Just keep it intact, and uh, take the whole root system and and uh, sink it into a new, larger container with potting mix and uh, Osmocote, slow-release fertilizer. Okay. How about uh, I've always heard you know it's good to have a lot of compost, calmander, uh, and that type of thing. Should I put a of that before I try to move the plants over? Yeah, you can uh, you can just buy uh, uh, 
uh, some compost. Do you, uh, you know, they sell bags of compost. Right. Or uh, just a regular uh, garden. Uh, a regular potting mix with compost included. Okay, okay. But you don't need uh, a major amount of compost for them? No. No, okay. But I'm, I'm thinking about some childhood <laughs> where they used to, you know, pull in a bunch of manure and then plant your asparagus in it. Oh, yeah. It'd, it'd be if you got manure. No, I don't. That wouldn't, that, that wouldn't hurt. Yeah, and I guess you, I guess you can buy manure. Yeah, you can buy at, cow manure at the nursery. So you could just use straight cow manure or straight manure. But that is that a good to put down in the base? Yeah, uh, that'll work. That'll work in the base. The root, okay. the roots are fine. You could use well, a full. Nice. You could fit the whole container in that. I mean, yeah. uh, fill the container with that. Right. Alrighty. Uh, so then, basically, I might be wise just to kind of wait till late October, early November. You're not going. You're not going to kill that asparagus. Okay. Don't worry know. about it. Poor thing didn't get watered all summer, but they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, good luck to you. Thanks a bunch. Okay. Hi, Thanks Sharon. Thanks very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Summer is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Summer. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you? I'm well. I had a bumper crop of brown turkey figs this year, and the blue jays thoroughly enjoyed them. But my they fattened them. They fattened each other up. Yeah. My issue is my pomegranate tree that, against Jaws' recommendation, I got one uh, because I love them. But this year I had 123 pomegranates on there, and they started to turn red, and then they were covered with a brown scale on the peeling, but I didn't care. I don't eat the peeling anyway. There you go. Three-fourths of them have split wide open, and the other fourth, something has eaten a bite out of what was left. That can be a squirrel. Well, I have possums. I have um, a biblical plague of squirrels, but um, the when the one split, I thought maybe it was that heavy, heavy rain. They just filled up with water and split. But I did <laughs> not get one pomegranate that wasn't eaten or split. So is it time just to dig that up? <laughs> uh, how long have you had, had it, pomegranate? Four, huh? four years. Yeah. Do you remember the variety? It was the one that um, y'all recommended. Fool you. Uh, pomegranate. Uh, it's wonderful, a pomegranate. Yeah, wonderful is the standard yeah. one. Yeah, but, uh, it was we wonderful. Sell, we sell some uh, improved varieties here at Millburgers. Well, now, the splitting, the splitting is pretty common 
especially when you have that many fruit on a on a tree. Uh, so, you know, like you say, it can. It's kind of like tomatoes. Uh, it it does, the fruit doesn't fill up with water. The plant cannot furnish nutrients and water to the fruit during periods of drought. And then when we get rain uh, or, or moisture, it goes ahead and uh, uh, tries to feed, feed the, the fruit, so to speak, and the fruit will, will crack, just like a tomato. Yeah, well, they did. And this is the first year the tree was covered in big pomegranates, and I didn't get one. So I'm going to dig it up. I'm, it hasn't proved any value to me after four years, and I want to plant a peach. What variety should I get that's best for this area? Uh, our Florida King. Florida King, yeah. Are you and sure you don't want to give your you want, don't want to give your pomegranate another chance? I mean, yeah, it might have the same problems in your valley that it has yeah. in your yard. Now, well, you know, one one option would be that you instead of letting uh, it finish a hundred of those fruits, you remove all but uh, forty of those fruits, and then in some places they would uh, cover. Uh, they would package them a little cellophane kind of uh, sandwich bags kind of thing, and then you would you know you would get a few if everything worked right you'd get a few high quality mm-hmm. pieces of fruit because uh, yeah that that hundred uh, uh, fruits yeah, uh, yeah, sounds like many. a real potential that's too many um, well it bent the la- limbs down. Uh, there were so many fruit uh, fruits on the limbs that it bent it down, and um, I mean, a big possum could just crawl up and crawl up the limb. Yeah. And they didn't eat the whole thing; they eat, they ate a bite out of twenty of them. That's kind of rude. Well, yeah. But I, but I I hate to rain on the parade, but uh, the possum possums are going to be real happy with the <laughs> Florida King peaches too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I live in Live Oak, and they provide humane traps to trap them. But um, the Blue Jays ate 90% of my figs. Well, they didn't eat them. They just poked holes in them and moved to the next one and poked holes in that. And I'm getting really discouraged with fruit trees. Yeah, Uh, that's a problem. Uh, like I said, with the pomegranates, uh, Mr. Moore at the San Antonio Botanical Garden used to cover them all, used to wrap them all, each fruit. And they did, they did, he did that with persimmons, uh, Japanese persimmons, and he did that with uh, uh, any fruit that he, that he would wrap them uh, before they started ripening. So well, you can wrap, wrap a few and uh, take take the others take take a lot of the others off. Yeah, well, okay, dead, I'll dead. give it one more year because it it gives me a lot of fond memories to have pomegranates because 
We used to steal them regularly when we were kids uh. from a lady that never got them. And uh. so we'd ride our bike by and grab a pomegranate and take oh, them. Oh, man. And now yeah, we, remember we got that call from that lady that said her neighbors were riding yeah. their bikes and then stealing hey, her pomegranates? I'm 72. That was 60 <laughs> years ago. I doubt if she's still alive. Back the truck up. The, the, this, is, this is what we call karma. Yeah, that, that, that uh, <laughs> payback. Thanks, well, Summer. It, if they weren't four dollars and fifty cents a piece at the grocery no store, I just buy them. But okay, and okay, thanks for your help. Yeah, give it one nice more summer. year. Now, because no. you had so much fruit this year, oh, don't look year. for a lot of fruit next year, which may be a blessing. So you Why, may have fewer fruit, a fewer fruit, and they'll get bigger. Okay, oh, thanks, That's guys. Good. Thanks, uh, Summer. You take care. 210-308-8867. Robert, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back in a moment. we got to get a news break, or we got to get a, a commercial break in, and then we'll talk to you and spend plenty of time with you right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolvordy Road. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on special this week at Millburgers because if you've always wanted to grow citrus or you want to add more citrus to your yard, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers, and here's why. This week at Millburgers, you will find a great sale on a huge selection of all your favorites, including lemons, limes, satsuma oranges, grapefruits, and more. They're on sale normally in the number five container. They're $44.99. Now, they are just $38.88. What a great savings. And now's the time to plant them. Now is also the time to plant your landscape shrubs. And you'll find a great selection of mill burgers, Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much more. The number three container is now, are you ready for this, 40% off at just 11 88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find Millburgers Winterizer Lawn Fertilizer and more on sale. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Go online at com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867. I uh, love talking about BSG, Builder Systems Group here in San Antonio. Go to bsgtexas.com backslash radio and see the great offer they have right now. This is a local company. Uh, you can talk to the, the folks there. They're here in San Antonio just like you. Um, they won't pressure you into anything. Uh, they They really... Have taken the approach, kind of like we talk about with all of our people here. They they want to consult with you, find out what your needs are. They'll tell you about products that they have that might serve those needs, and you may not even have been aware of them. Now, one of the cool things that I like is this idea of the. Um, it'll be really good uh, in the winter too. Uh, is uh, the geofencing of um, your home and your electric and your uh, your. HVAC, your heating and air conditioning unit. So, for instance, if you were out at night and you wanted to, you didn't want to keep it warm all the time when you weren't there and wasting money, you can set up a little geofence so that when you cross that barrier with your phone, it just turns it on. So if you're a couple, uh, maybe you're 10 minutes away from the house, uh, click, it turns on. It hasn't been on all the time. But you can do that with a lot of different things, and BSG can tell you more about it. Uh, really, it's not just security. It's uh, 
convenience is what they like to say. So give them a call. Uh, the number 210-877-1222, 210-877-1222, or online. Learn more at bsgtexas.com slash radio, bsgtexas.com slash radio. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, and I believe we have Robert on the line. Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing fine. How y'all doing? Fine. Thanks for your patience, man. What's going on? Well, I was just kind of extending out a, a little howdy hi to to Dr. Parsons and all of y'all, of course, but Dr. Parsons in particular. He was talking about the navel oranges and stuff that that he encountered when he first got started, which was a couple of years ago, I guess. Um, huh. We have. <laughs> uh, we have some down in Poteet, Texas. Uh, Jerry is very familiar with with them. I'm pretty. I mean, Mr. Doctor Parsons. Excuse me. I better be a little bit more professional here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got it. Yeah, uh, we still have those those Texas. We call them Texas tables. And, uh, yeah, right. You, you knew my dad, Kenneth, very well. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to shout out a hi to you and and uh, say those uh, that navel that. That Texas navel that uh, Dad had and my sister has them now, um, still has them producing, is an extremely good uh, good orange, um, mainly because we leave them on the tree until, you know, until we have to have to pick them when it starts getting cold. And oh, so yeah. they, and, and then let them sit for a little while and, and develop that sugar. And uh, boy, that's a, that's a good eating. Do you remember those, Dr. Parsons? Oh yeah, uh, did you didn't didn't we propagate you some of, of those? Did yes. you did they live? Yes, did sir. You plant they, them? Uh, I planted them. Uh, planted twenty of them. I've got a couple of left. Uh, one heart freeze. Got those younger ones. I didn't cover them or anything like that. And I should have uh, neglect. But uh, yeah, you and Larry did some propagation and. Uh, but Ruth Ann still, my sister still has the old trees that y'all cut that off of. So okay, good. Uh, if you ever get down that way, uh, they, they're loaded again this year. Yeah. So, so hey, yeah. yeah, your dad uh, Kenneth had a, <laughs> you know, he had that navel that navel orange uh, at the entrance to his uh, to his satsuma planting. Right, uh, right, and I've got I've got a lot of pictures of uh, Mister Mister Kenneth uh, next to those Satsumas. In fact, it's a it's the one we use uh, with the Texas Superstar promotion to uh, to pro- to uh, promote it. The Satsumas. I, I still uh, have with that him sta- with him yeah. standing by the tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> the I funny, the, yeah, the funny thing about it was. Uh, he he was very protective of the fruit on that tree, on that navel right. orange tree, uh-huh. and uh, you had to be a pretty special person uh, to get a navel orange. So when I would go to, to take pictures of the satsumas and everything, uh, uh, I wouldn't dare go over and start picking the navel orange. <coughs> We would have to yeah. wait till he gave us got some. Well, you were very, we very special. You were very special to my dad, and and uh, <laughs> y'all go way back, and then you know, yeah. 
Strawberry, strawberry Festival. Yeah, Strawberry Festival and all of that. So I just wanted to shout out. Okay. If you're ever down, you're ever down towards, towards that way, look, um, uh, I'll do it. My, my sister inherited that place, and she's uh, doing the U Pick'em operation down there. And, there you uh, go. On, on Dad's land. So you might want to come down and visit and say hi, and we'll... we'll uh, we might let you pick an orange. How's that? <laughs> wow. I, I would be honored. Uh, what, what, uh, another, another thing that your dad uh, introduced us to, and I don't <laughs> it took it took it about 30 years to sink in. But if you remember <laughs> right, he used to have an orchard of Florida Kings. Peaches. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That was the first time I'd ever seen and eaten a Florida King. And yep. it was wonderful. And yep. if you remember, if you remember, he had a hell had a beautiful crop, Florida King, and uh, had a hailstorm on him. Yep. And uh, we they couldn't sell them. Kenneth wouldn't. Yes, uh, Mr. Kenneth wouldn't sell them because they were had hail damage on them. Right. So uh, I said, let's do a TV program on those. Pick your own. Yep. And uh, we did one TV program on that thing, on Channel 5, uh, on the Weekend Gardener. And they had to hire police to manage the traffic out there. People yep, came was, by, by the it, thousands. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like a funeral procession out there. And y'all really did add some good there. It peppered. I was sitting there having... Uh, having lunch, having spaghetti lunch, and I heard that pinging on my roof, and I, I said, oh, no, and Dad had just just uh, <laughs> purchased the defuzzer and the washer, and he spent mm. some money on a grading machine and everything, and he told me, he said, oh, yeah. you know, we're finally going to hit a crop, you know, and then about one week prior to harvest, here it came yep. from the north, and uh, they harvested some on the south side, but... But yeah. uh, you brought you brought a whole bunch of people out there and salvaged, <laughs> pretty, salvaged the punch. Those were the prettiest peaches I'd ever seen, on the, ripened on the tree. They were, and, and they, uh, no spots. And now, ca- now, now Calvin and I, after four or five years of seeing nothing but Florida King produce, uh, we knew that... Uh, Mr. Kenneth was right on the money when he was uh, recommending that uh, Florida King. Just like just like I told Calvin and them, I said he wouldn't have planted an entire orchard. That was a pretty big orchard of Florida <laughs> yeah. King. Yeah, I, I don't know how many trees there was. <laughs> well, there was uh, several thousand back there in the back. Uh, yeah, so right. That's where it, they were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he never. But did he was. I, I really miss. I really miss him, and he 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 uh, he contributed uh, significantly to my uh, horticulture education around here. Well, and I remember a time also about uh, you know jalapeno pepper and stuff too. You know, he was Mr. Pepperman, so he brought a class out, and uh, yeah. you know, of course, I was a kid back then. But anyway, yeah, I do appreciate it, and I know y'all were. Lifelong friends, and uh, on the thirteenth of September, he would have been a hundred. That was going to be his goal, but he didn't. Quite oh make my it. goodness! <laughs> uh, yeah, I used to thing. judge a strawberry festival. Well, Jerry's pretty close to that, Robert. <laughs> uh, huh? I used to, I used to, I used to judge a strawberry festival, and when I first started, Kenneth was on the first row, 
on the first uh-huh. row, uh, watching, watching us judge. Oh yeah, and uh, he he wasn't shy about telling me what I had done wrong, or <laughs> uh, so I could correct it the following year. Yeah, but he was well, you, he was quite a guy. Well, well he yeah, wasn't. He wasn't really book learned, but boy, what he knew from experience, he knew. And I think you asked him one time, Kenneth, you need to write a book on on what you know. And he says, I'm not writing no book, you know. So it's like, <laughs> he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't book learned. And, and it goes back to the whole vegetable show, too, you know, back then and everything. Uh, yeah, right. When, he, when we entered the vegetable show. Well, I appreciate y'all's time. I'm sure somebody. Yeah, yeah we appreciate, appreciate you. you. That in. was nice of you. All right. Thanks, Robert. Here. Y'all, Thank you. Y'all take care. <laughs> All right. You Bye-bye. take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That was nice. Two one zero. I was going to bring. I was going to bring up another uh, potent topic, but I thought, gosh, we would, we'd have to use up the whole two hours. Uh, best one, uh, hummingbird feeders. Mm, yeah, manu- there you go. Are manufactured in potent yeah. too. They got kind of an illustrious <clears throat> history. They got a lot of good folks around Pote. Yeah, yeah, yeah lot, especially the involved in the industries. Oh, we're yeah, big time. Well, another day we'll talk about that one. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. I think it's his brother that comes the and chili? sells... Is it Kenneth himself, or is it? His I'm brother? not sure. I know you talked to the Mill Burgers and sells uh, the, the chili. Chili, yeah, chili. It is great chili. Yeah, but uh, it's, I, and it brings them in. The, the Hoffman have been a big part of horticulture in the central Texas uh, area for at least a hundred years. Wow. Their their father had a nursery, and well, you remember we found that uh, lady that was doing the history of the Hoffmans, and she was talking about all the different fruits that they had uh, developed, fruits and berries, mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, she, we I don't think we ever got her on to talk to her, did we? Oh no, I forgot. <laughs> Mail time. Okay, sorry. It's no, it's no we'll try again. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I appreciate him calling in and yeah, it was nice and uh, reminding me of uh, my good friendship with uh, Mister Mister Kenneth or Mister Yeah. Okay, uh, I know why it's so cool and nice today, Mister. Why? Because on Tuesday? Oh no, on Thursday. 22nd, right? March 19th. Uh, no. 22nd. 22nd <laughs> yeah, September. You're looking for the September date. Oh, okay. That, yeah. that was a vernal equinox. Yeah. It was March. And uh, summer begins on Saturday, June, June the 20th. And fall begins... On a Tuesday, September twenty second. Yep. At what nine thirty one on Eastern Time for Eastern Time? I don't know what that would be Central Time, but anyway, it's uh, it is in the morning. It's nine o'clock Eastern. Yeah, I guess so. It's eight o'clock Central. Okay. Uh, winter begins with solar 
with winter solstice on Monday, December 21st. So we got a while for the winter start. So we got to enjoy autumn uh, beginning on September, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, September 22nd. I don't guess there's anything you need to do to prepare for it. No. They don't change the clocks or anything like that. Uh, not for the solstice, no. Yeah. Daylight savings, I, I forget it's in October. But this, we- but this uh, weather is really uh, uh, reminding us of fall. Yeah, it's 80 degrees out there. And then now is the time to get your plants planted. Uh, like Calvin says is in today's uh, columns and is in today in today's paper. Then uh, this week in the garden, he said it's time to plant winter vegetables. Oh. Consider broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, Swiss chard, Swiss chard, collards, and Chinese cabbage as transplants. Now, uh, we haven't gotten some of those in yet. Brussels sprouts aren't there yet. Yeah. Uh, no, they're not there now. I no. think they were there last time, last What's week. That? Brussels they, sprouts. Oh, yeah. little six. Oh, six. Oh, you don't want six the six packs, packs either. Okay. The what? Got, got about a minute. Some people do. <laughs> Plant radishes, carrots, lettuce, which we have the free seed here, and it's for sale at other nurseries in town. Thanks to David Rodriguez. Uh, beets, turnips, rutabagas, and lettuce by sea. You said lettuce twice and didn't say rutabagas. Yeah, I did. Oh, no. Well, I, I kind of substituted that for rutabagas. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, 30 seconds. Also, select a water wildflower mix for Texas and spread it. On a portion of your landscape where there full sun and the seed can make contact with the soil. All right, we've got to take a break and get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. Give us a call during the next break or come by and visit with us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. I'm Elton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. More in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. All the lines are open. Trace is up on the porch with us, so you'll have three minds answering your questions. Can I be an honorary doctor? Sure. Yeah. All right. You're on, you're an honorary doctor. Thank you. Uh, so do I have to call you? Do I call you <laughs> Doctor Trace? Yeah, Doctor Trace. Or doc- are you going to be a medical doctor? <laughs> or yeah, what kind of doctor you want to be? Um, let me think on that. Because yeah. right. I, I got some uh, sores here. That no, I- no, not, not that no, no, no. Yeah, just <laughs> run away from the sores. All right, Doctor yeah. Trace on the porch with us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We were teasing Trace because uh, one of the uh, Gardeners that was up there looking at the citrus was was debating whether the thornless limes were better than 
the thorny run with, thorn, with uh, thorns and they're <laughs> just as I mean take advantage of what's there, man. And they're, they're they're just as good. <laughs> and we but, got a, we got a great supply. Yeah, yeah. they were noticing that. Yeah. We were telling people about the naval orange. In fact, just got a call from uh, uh, Mr. Hoffman down in the valley, in the Portique, and he grew. He, his daddy grew the one they call the Valley Naval. Oh, and uh, he he had us propagate him some. My volunteer group. And uh, so he's he's big on that, and I I said he well, we've got a a, a naval orange for sale, and I recommended it for a screen to someone about person that okay. uh, was in here. Didn't want to see his neighbors anymore. You're thinking out of the box there. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good one. But uh, the, the naval orange gets big. I mean, they get tall. You haven't got any on that dwarfing rootstock yet. They're no. dense, too. The what? Oh, they're dense. Yeah, they're yeah. dense, and they're evergreen. Yeah. How's and they're it, fragrant. How's the stuff on the dwarf rootstock uh, being received? Well, uh, I had somebody specifically come for it. Oh, so good. No. It was God. a very limited number of each, so. So you want to explain what that is again? Well, Jerry had the best answer because <laughs> he, he actually knows. I would just repeat a, what he said. It's a flying dragon rootstock. Right. So what does that mean? Which has been purported by especially the people in Florida. Can he say that on the air? <laughs> he must because he already did. As, a, as it dwarfs the tree. And uh, Trace got some in from our citrus producer in Texas here, which it has to be. On Flying Dragon Rootstock. First time I've ever seen it available on the market. I like being first. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he got some, they've got some, what are the, the Garrett Gratz, some satsumas? Uh, nope, lemon and lime. Lemon and lime, okay. So that'll keep the lemon and lime tree smaller. So for those, maybe half half size. For those, for those people growing it in a pot who don't ever trim them right. uh, the, way, the way they should, this will work out better for them. Was it Meyer lemon or all? Pretty sure it's hey, a wait Meyer a minute. And, I thought that's what you uh, said. Mexican lime. Yeah. Are you saying you have to trim the lemons and limes in your container? Uh, I'm saying that right. they should. I may, I may have a, a disagreement with this doctor. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, you do that every week. You have a disagreement uh, with yeah. that. Uh, well, aren't you supposed to keep it more of a bush than a tree? Well, except that in a container, it has a tendency to, to, to both. One of the advantages of Meyer lemon and the Mexican lime is they both kind of do that naturally. Yeah. So they're kind of that's bush out. They're ideal for that kind of situation. So I think you, you quite often you end up pruning them a bit if they're in a soil situation, but. Uh, not, well, not no, too pe- much in pe- a container. People have to trim them to get them inside when it gets cold. Yeah, yeah. But they'll be easier to move and cover, if you want to, uh, if they're on this dwarfing rootstock, flying dragon rootstock. And uh, they're relatively easy it, to it, cover. It, it, the flying dragon, the rootstock has a, the reason it really never had been widely used as a rootstock it's because the, the the plant grows crook, crooked. In other words, it's not a straight straight stem on that thing. 
and uh, it got thorns on it big time. So uh, uh, if you lose the top, uh, which we hope you won't do, uh, you can get uh, you'll see those thorns. You'll you will readily recognize like that as flying dragon root like stuff. Like sour orange. Right? Yeah. So uh, that's that's neat to try. That's an interesting thing to try. What? I wouldn't be now that they're a little more expensive because that flying dragon rootstock is slow to grow, much faster than uh, the regular sour orange that we used to used to use or the trifoliate rootstock. But uh, it's a uh, it's got something good to try. Something neat to try. Well, the monarchs are showing up. So, uh, and I know we've got we've got some uh, of uh, the plants uh, desirable for butterflies in too. What, yep. uh, what's our situation? So we got butterfly weed in, but it's not where you can see it. It's on one of yeah. the tables over there and in the shade. And this is uh, this is tuberosa. This is the native, one of the natives. Did you get Did you get both? Do you have the tropical too? Uh, that's the only one I saw. I think I got both, but I think that's the only one that's left. Okay. And then uh, let's see. We had. We still got some mist flower. Uh, I saw it here somewhere. Yeah, it's over yeah. here. And of course, lots of selvias and lantanas, uh, durantas. Durantas are blooming. How do you feel about asters? Fall asters? Yeah, yeah right oh, there. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. People, people, you watch those asters. They won't. They won't sell a lot until they start blooming. Yeah. Well, and in the landscapes too, right? They're there. one of they're one of my favorite plants for uh, we, uh, the place where uh, they're really showy to me is when they're by the curb or a corner hut. I was saying you don't even notice them until they get into that. You, you start letting them yeah. large, and then they get in that bloom. They look like a big weed. Yeah, <laughs> solid blooms, and quite often are covered with butterflies. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the deer lead them either. I don't know really? about that. Pretty sure it's on the resistant list. Yeah, yeah. But, but that, that that one is questionable whether deer will eat it. In some places they do, but the one that they don't eat that's a lot like it is uh, we have it here too is uh, mint marigold. Yeah, right. Yeah, the deer don't uh, don't eat that, and that one's uh, of course it's a, a golden color, but and a, what a nice fragrance that also licorice. Also a good fall bloomer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, those stills, too, will really change <laughs> the perspective of landscape in the fall. And people put pumpkins around them, and that really Speaking of, brings, yeah, <laughs> brings out the colors there. Well, I was going to head to the plant of the weekend, but we kind of already talked about it. So. <laughs> can, can you guess what it is, though? Uh, the mint myrtle? No. no. The dragon? The aster. Oh, the fall aster. Fall oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was a setup. I didn't... It was, but I was the only one who caught it. Yeah, I think so. I guess because I was the one who threw it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that's, uh, to me, that's the best aster. It's a great perennial, uh, easy to grow, and uh, beautiful color. Almost always in bloom around uh, mid to end October. Right. Although these came in, and there was buds all over them. So I was actually... <laughs> yeah, they if, do. If we'd have had more sun and heat, I'm wondering if they wouldn't have already started to bloom yeah and they're in gallon containers right or what number do we call it well, number one excuse me <laughs> but uh that's right and people that have them in the ground 
the problem they have with them is they forget to cut them back in late late summer or, or midsummer. Yeah, when do we recommend it to stop cutting them back in September, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because uh, they was that issued by the mayor, that mandate? No. Well, if it was, it used to be. But now <laughs> things like COVID have pushed it out of the way. I know it. But anyway, the reason you cut them back in midsummer uh, is to make the plant. And I think we would talk about cutting them in half almost. And uh, and uh, that's to uh, to make the plant bushier. So when it blooms, if you don't cut it back, it'll be so heavy with blooms, yeah. it'll split the plant open. That's right, and then they become susceptible to the wind, the rain, and well, yeah, they're, they're not pretty yeah. like the. But were, gosh, they're just unbelievable. That mound, if you yeah. do that little bit of uh, pruning, that blooming mound is <laughs> yes it's it's a carpet of blooms as well and, and the reaction of the butterflies is pretty spectacular but this is i think this is one plant where you uh notice the blooms more than the, uh, the oh yeah yeah because it's no problem. so thick so there's 699 okay that's what i was getting ready to ask <laughs> Six ninety nine in the in, number one pot. In the number one pot, that is a little smaller than a gallon, isn't it? <laughs> just he's just realizing that now. <laughs> speaking of pumpkins, yes. Yeah, speaking of pumpkins, yeah. What? Are you, what's, what? Why were you speaking of pumpkins? They first? are supposed to start arriving on Monday. Ooh, do you get rain when the pumpkins come in? Uh, sometimes. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you the forecast in a second. Any more hay coming in? Uh, no. Okay, because <laughs> it's a hay week. Tuesday. No, Big even time. before that, tomorrow. Even before that? I'll tell you about it in a second. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So the pumpkins will start arriving? Yep, uh, t- uh, Monday. Monday, all right. And well, so Millburgers has yeah, Ray won't incredible hurt selection of pumpkins. So in the beginning is when we have all the odd stuff. So yeah. that tends to always sell out first. But uh, there's some unusual ones coming. Got some of the little ones? Some of the, a lot of those little Kids, ones. Weird, <laughs> little. weird shape, weird colors. Yeah, yeah weird shape, weird colors. Um Anything from white to red with green stripes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, go- the ghost pumpkins. The ghost That's pumpkins. The white ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some some different types of squash. Ooh. Um, I mean, huge squash. There should be some some. Uh, oh, what's that big green one? Uh, kusha or something like that. Yeah, kusha. Okay. okay. So there'll be squash and, and yes, Milton, you can. Eat those. Okay. Oh, so yeah. Take them home. I used to have them. Put but they're better, though, if you cook them. No. no. Okay, thank long you. time ago, he'd, yeah. he'd, uh, he'd, he'd, one squash, he'd, he'd eat on it for a week. Oh, really? Like butter and brown sugar. And oh, yeah. He'd just go in and spoon it out. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I don't think the little ones are that good to eat. I mean, they're more of a gourd than a pumpkin, but they look like a pumpkin. They look like a little pumpkin. And the children... Uh, the little folks uh, love them. Well, we can. We can. It's just uh, fascinating <laughs> to watch them here because the the parents are trying to talk them into the. the big yeah, box. yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. They they, they found that. They little, want to carry it out yeah, themselves. It. Yeah. They, <laughs> so the only the only thing that I know of that's not coming for sure is the corn stalks. Oh. So I don't know what the reason was. Uh, might have had to do with all that hurricane stuff going on. Oh. Yeah. But they weren't able to cut corn stalks for us. Huh. 
So we're, we're going to look for an alternate source. In fact, if there's anybody out there and you grow corn, you've already even if you already harvested, yeah, uh, and you haven't cut the that down, we'd be interested in talking to you. All right. No, they harvest now. They take cut the stalks and yeah. everything down. Well, I know when they yeah. harvest, they go with a. I understand, but there's it, be, it goes into a machine. There's going to be somebody out there that didn't cut everything. <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah. Some there's should some, I give the number? Some of those activities. Uh, <laughs> just uh, like yeah, sure. All right, maze. Maze. Not, maze. But don't yeah. call it a day. Call okay, it a, don't call it a day. Monday. Monday <laughs> call it Monday. And that's for Doctor Trace. <laughs> and it's two one zero four nine seven. Three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. All right, back in the old days, when in Tennessee we used to pick it, pick the corn off the uh, harvest the corn off the stalk yep. and leave the stalks in the field, but not anymore. Well, there's bound to be somebody out there that's that's uh, bailing it. For mm. for uh, yeah, that's true. For, for livestock bedding. Yeah. So. Uh, I better find some. Okay, good. All right, Doctor Trace on Monday. Hey, and we, um, and we want to warn people. Oh no! On the weekends. Yeah. We what? want you to come to Millburgers and want you to get your pumpkins, but watch your children. And it, don't let those little kids. Yeah, what are you? Where are you throw, going? Pu- throw pumpkins. Okay, uh, all right. uh, <laughs> that, that was safe. Uh, yeah, I don't know where he was going. Or Calvin will come out and take care of your child. Yes, he'll 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 yell at your child. Hey, well, put it down, put it down. And Trace won't let me take a, keep a supply here to, uh, to, to, to film and defend. I'll give you some rubber bands. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Frequent, frequently during the month of October, you, you hear something like this. So fall asters, I tell you, I've never seen a more beautiful put that pumpkin in there! Something like that. Is that, is that your little boy? Lady? <laughs> Calvin cares about the pumpkins more than the customer sometimes. But anyway, it's funny. But they can what? take that throwing. That's the interesting thing about them. Yeah, well, they drop well, and they're okay. Especially well, those little ones. While we're talking about pumpkins, you know, that they, they have little thorns on the stems. Yeah, and, that's right. Some and, of them uh, do. People like to pick them up by the stem, and that's really, Ow. really bad for the pumpkin and not very good for their hands. Right. So uh, where, wherever you buy your pumpkins at, please don't pick them up by the stem. Cradle it. It's going to hurt. Yeah, well, but they don't have handles on them. Just okay. pick them up from the bottom. <laughs> there's, there's only going to be about a dozen pumpkins that I have here that couldn't be picked up normally. Would you pick up a watermelon by its stem? Yeah. You wouldn't. Uh, well, there is no stem on them. Sure, some of them got a little stem. Oh, yeah. A little, a little, that little curly thing. Yeah, yeah. A little, yeah. little pigtail. When they're attached to the vine by the stem. All right, so <laughs> anyway, lots of pumpkins. The maze is coming along. Mazes, the maze itself is basically done. Oh, good. But it's not dressed up yet. Yeah, and lots of spooky stuff around the nursery. It's get, getting there. Speaking of spooky stuff. Are we able to do pictures this year? Yeah, there's a picture taking. We moved it. Oh. Since we're not having a train. Yeah. We decided we were going to put it more of a shadier circumstance. No train. What's Roger going to do? (laughs) Roger's just going to walk around the nursery. All right. Anyway. But uh, the... (laughs) What are they going to say? Oh, yeah. Are we going to have a memorial uh, to Charles? 
Yes, yeah, so he pick on Calvin and Jerry. <laughs> we probably, yeah, he used to love we probably Halloween. Good. Uh, hadn't really thought about that yet. <laughs> yeah, you should do that and send him a picture. <laughs> a little, little toe tag on Charles. I'm not, I'm not sure I would do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he used to love Halloween. Yep. Yeah. He would uh, get he, into it. He still loves. Yeah, he still loves. Yeah, he's still around. He's still around. <laughs> he's still, yeah, yeah, around yeah, like we can just put a little name. Sometimes he listens too. So <laughs> better be careful what you say. Florida. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Apparently, his blood pressure has gone down, so they advised him to do something yeah. that stresses him out. So Wait a minute. Don't you think we could just put a little name tag on one of the skeletons over there? There you oh, go. That'll just, work. Send that to Charles. I think he'd like that. <laughs> All right. Y'all want to hear the weather? Who, say, who says we forgot you? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, with the weather and with rain, okay, tomorrow after 4 o'clock, 30% chance of showers, 50% chance of showers Sunday night. Monday, uh, chance of rain Monday, 70%. Whoa! 50% Monday uh, night. I know that you all have talked about putting winterizer fertilizer down. In fact, was Yeah, now's the time. Yep. And with the rains coming, is that kind of it's, yep. a better yeah, thing? It's great, but they gotta, if it's not raining, they need at least water it enough to get it from the grass blades to the soil so it doesn't do any damage. Right. So how long can it sit out there before it has to rain? My, Week or two. This is for the lazy people. My answer is about 10 minutes after you finish broadcasting. Oh, my gosh, really? As soon as you finish drinking that glass of wine or beer or water. Uh, you've you been go gardening gra- with Calvin, then apparently. Out, then you go out and grab uh, the water hose. Okay. Okay, so you should water it in almost immediately. At least enough to get it from the grass blades to the soil. And does the rain help it? it oh, yeah. So when it rains that later? Sure. So should I do it in the rain? <laughs> no, 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 that doesn't work. That doesn't? Not, Have not you tried that? <laughs> if you, it depends on your applicator, but if that... Get, oh, yeah, okay. If you're, so the hopper's going to get the water, and then it's, it's not going to... It's a stew, be, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. And then... then uh, I don't. People worry about it washing away. Yeah. But uh, once you put it on and and wet it in, water it in nicely. Yeah. Uh, it's not gonna wash it has, away. It has no choice but to disintegrate and go down and right. okay. run off. All right. So it won't wash away. And if only there was an opportunity to get winterizer lawn fertilizer somewhere. On yes. I got a great price. And this time he's tricking everybody. What? Yeah. It's regularly twenty four ninety nine, almost twenty five dollars. Yeah. Uh, two to say on sale for two for forty dollars. All right. Okay. So, where's, so where's the trick? They're saving, they're saving ten bucks. Yeah, that's a yeah, good but deal. You're making them buy two. Okay. Can they buy one for twenty? No. No. <laughs> just, just, just like. Oh, okay. When you buy this, two, this, this is like Noah's Ark around here. Yeah. Everything's in, everything's in two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a great deal. Yeah, that's a good deal. You're you're gonna need two because you you can use this winterizer on your vegetable garden, oh, trees as well as trees, your uh, trees, shrubs. flowers, shrubs, and things like that. Use copious amounts. Uh, well, it's a yeah. test uh, on the bag. It's not okay. slow release. It's not slow release at oh, all. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's a good point. They need to follow yeah. the instructions. Yeah. Okay. All right, we got to take a break and come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on special this week at Millburgers because if you've always wanted to grow citrus or you want to add more citrus to your yard, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers, and here's why. This week at Millburgers, you will find a great sale on a huge selection of all your favorites, including lemons, limes, satsuma oranges, grapefruits, and more. They're on sale normally in the number five container. They're $44.99. Now they are just $38.88. What a great savings. And now's the time to plant them. Now is also the time to plant your landscape shrubs. And you'll find a great selection of mill burgers, Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much more. The number three container is now, are you ready for this? 40% off at just eleven. 88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find Millburgers Winterizer Lawn Fertilizer and more on sale. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Go online at millburgernursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You can give us a call and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. want to talk to you about deck and patio care real quick. Glad to have Barry back. Talked to Barry the other day, and a lot of folks are uh, talking to him and using his services. And it's easy to understand why. And I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing because I think it, it helps sell him so well, is to look at the pictures on his website, deckandpatiocare.com. And you'll see that before and the after. So you hear Barry's commercial, and he says, you know, that deck really can look new again. Well, the proof is in the picture. Uh, taking a, on the left-hand side of the website is an old weather deck. It looks uh, it's just kind of blackish gray, and the, the wood doesn't look bright anymore. And on the right-hand side, uh, it's bright and brown and beautiful, and uh, it's shiny and looks almost new again. So uh, he can help you out, too, whether it's a deck, a patio with pebble stone, a driveway, a fence. Uh, we still have not found out about what you do if your fence has uh, one half is over on the neighbor's side. Uh, but we'll, we'll find out from Barry. I'll, I'll give him a call and ask Yeah, leave the ugly side on the neighbor's side. That's right. So if you can just do half. But right. anyway, uh, give him a call, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, or go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com. But give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 and let's go to the phone lines now and talk to Tom hey Tom welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas how you doing today doing well thank you good good hey, good what's question. going on I had a question about some fall vegetables <clears throat> all right about a week about a week ago I planted six packs uh, of the six pack variety of uh broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts. And I didn't, the first night, the first day I didn't bother spraying them with BT, but I, anyhow, I went out the next day and I looked at them and they were, they were about half eaten already. And so I wow. sprayed them with BT, BT and I went back, you know, the next couple of days and I noticed that they were almost stems uh, only. The leaves were almost just taken down to that central vein of things. Yeah. And there wasn't much left in the, you know, that was the plant. Each plant was like that, for the most part. And so I, you know, I spread, I put some, uh, it wasn't sluggo, but I put us out some bait for the uh, smells and floods and things. And, anyhow, 
long and short of it, over the next couple of days, the rest of the leaves are gone. So subsequently, I uh, figured there's got to be something out there eating the plants. So I put some little varmint traps out, and I've caught two rats so far that were eating them. And took yeah. care of them, and, Two and now, rats. now, oh, really? now the plants are now the plants are showing signs of life. They're, <laughs> it's like they're coming back, if you will. But realized they were down to really just the the central part of each of the leaves is all that's left. It looks like yeah. there's new growth on all of them. So the question is, would I be better off um, pulling those up and planting new plants, or if they're going to come back, do you think they would be all right? Coming back from uh, what, uh, what? What were the pl- what were the plants growing in? Were they growing in pea pots, or were they growing no, in uh, no. four four? They're just growing in the little six pack container, you know, individual okay. plants. Okay. There was nothing surrounding pea pots. Okay. Uh, there, wasn't um, any, there wasn't any pea around it. It all looked like just dirt. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What variety was it? Do you know? What? No, I couldn't tell. I mean, it, you know, I would say generic uh, ball crops. No. <laughs> they, uh, I mean, in other words, they, I don't uh, think, you know, there's, there's one the called, uh, oh, Lord. We had just had a hot rodder go by. But uh, there's a, we've tested all these fall crops in, in the field. And yeah. picked out varieties that the that the uh, most the major grower in this area uh, uses those varieties. Uh, and with broccoli, it's uh, green it? common. Green? No, it used to be green common. Now it's uh, green magic. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the broccoli, but I don't know what you know. Brussels sprouts are one of those things. I have no clue what variety of those and cabbage. I mean, if you well, you, 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 yeah, you can only hope that the Brussels sprouts won't come back. Well, you, <laughs> you'll be, you be lucky on that deal. Yeah, the good news is that uh, there hasn't been much growth yet. So no, you're, so you're you you can go either way. I I think I'd yeah. be inclined. I'd probably be inclined to replant, but yeah, it's still time to plant uh, replant. Right. And uh, I, I imagine, uh, well, a, a rat or a mouse can can do the damage that you're talking about. The cabbage looper uh, or a broccoli looper, if you want to call it that, uh, eats holes in the leaves. You're yeah, well, these describing leaves. that they strip the leaf of its of its uh, green. Yeah. Right? Well, these leaves are gone, and but you know, again. That's the mouse. The, the mouse, mouse or rat. rat. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can have you know, a you can have a combination too. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah. on young plants, I can't see how they get got that uh, infected uh, that quick. What is that cat? Yeah. What is the cat? The caterpillar that lives under just in the ground, Jerry. The uh, the, the uh, cutworm. Cutworms. They'll so, they'll do that. Yeah. You can certainly have uh, both of them and maybe, yeah. uh, and. Uh, the caterpillars there too. So, but if he caught the mice or rats, that's what it was. <laughs> Most of the, yeah. uh, the, the, as the leaves were eaten, they were eaten from the outside in primarily. Okay. It wasn't like it wasn't like it was you know you got a hole in the leaf and then they ate around that. 
and ate out to the outside of the lake. Yeah, and I don't even think that uh, Plant Answers has any recipes for rats. So, no, so uh, I wouldn't be so sure. I think you can substitute uh, for in the squirrel recipe. Because people oh, say squirrels are, are rat tree rats. Yeah. Now, yeah. I never have tried that, so I can't hardly recommend that. Oh, it won't be a good time to do it either. Well, I'm yeah. gonna, I just didn't know, again, I, you know, I guess flipping the coin, I'm going to see how the growth comes back on these plants this, before I yeah. pull them out. You know, you, you spend two or three bucks a six-pack, and, you know, it's just $12, something like that, for the, for the plants that I got. But I thought, well, why waste 12 bucks? Are you deal? Have you dealt with the rats? So, because they're, they're they'll he's they'll, got some. Oh, okay. So yeah, they are not. They're not eating be, any more plants. Okay, good. Uh, okay, I um, look look at the one. Look at your plants, and the ones that sprout out immediately. In other words, we're supposed to have some rain uh, coming in this week, this mm-hmm. next week, and uh, that will. The vigorous plants that have been eaten off will come, will start leafing out immediately. Yep. Uh, if they don't, I would replace them. All right. Well, but you're not, you're not going to be late. You're not going. Well, I say late. Uh, we we usually like to plant our our broccoli and stuff. I I like to plant our broccoli and stuff for Thanksgiving harvest. And that's uh, there. That uh, green magic is uh, sixty days from transplant to harvest, and so uh, you play. You still got till the middle of this month uh, to to plant the, the yeah. replant the broccoli and cabbage, and uh, I think the Brussels sprouts are gonna be okay the way they the way they turn out. You just would be suspicious because he does not have a high regard for Brussels sprouts. Really? Yeah. Can you yeah, tell that? If you were growing really big, he'd have the same comment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, guys, I appreciate okay. that. Well, that's an interesting story, and it's consistent yeah. with. Uh, hey, the thing, there's a the lot thing of reports on that a lot of rats, a lot of rat action because of the changes in uh, uh, home. A lot more people at home. The pets are, oh. yeah, you know, a lot. They've changed change how they're, they're dealing with pets and feeding pets and everything. Uh, so, you, a, a lot of folks might be uh, faced with that kind of situation. Just yeah, a different, different. You know, way the, the lesson to are, be learned. The lesson to be learned, of course, is that the sluggo and the BT doesn't work on rats. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we don't know what it's doing internally, though. We could probably write a uh, scientific paper on that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, you thank you for calling. Thanks, Sorry you had the Bye. trouble. All right, bye-bye. 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 All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I mean, Calvin has got a wonderful article this week. Wow. Today. Today's paper. Talks about autumn lawn care. Talks about how how important fertilization is, and uh, talks about how to control uh, grassy weeds and and uh, uh, other other types of things. Uh, but the most important thing 
about his article. He explained in detail uh, the sustainable winter turf promoted and I mean, invented on this program with the help of some of our listeners. So I'm thinking we ought to cut this out, maybe frame it, and send it to a little lady who loves the the horse herb in her in her garden. Is that Evelyn? Yeah. Evelyn, yeah. Uh, you're gonna get you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, and I'm this, not gonna get Evelyn mad at <laughs> well, Make sure we got we need more than six foot between us. Yeah, exactly. You don't wanna be yeah, I don't know. I don't know how good a shot Evelyn is. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the first this is the first writing about this that I've that's been uh, documented with its own initials. What does that mean? Kevin says, Sustainable Winter Turf, R, SWT. Oh, wow. SWT. That's good, Kevin. <laughs> Is the concept that Jerry Parsons, my colleague on gardening South Texas, and I developed when our St. Augustine lawn became more shaded and disappeared, he might have put it. Oh. But uh, he goes into, uh, talks about uh, SWT. Don't forget that, Melvin. SWT. Like Southwest Texas. There you go. (laughs) And uh, he talks about how, uh, despite our best effort, however, the lawns have declined in those shaded areas and areas that we didn't dry for our water. We discussed and embraced the concept of the new strategy. A new strategy. <laughs> I, I hope our I hope our ladies listen to this. Evelyn, <laughs> Evelyn. We're, we're sorry. <laughs> SWT. We should we should get her a belt made with a belt buckle that says SWT. Mm-hmm. Send it to Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Annual bluegrass, rescue grass, and other winter weed grasses will naturalize in shady area where St. Augustine is thin. I can hardly wait for this rain to come. We've got the cool weather. I bet my horse herb is coming back. You might think it died out. No, it's coming back. <laughs> Instead of trying to prevent them with a toxic... I added toxic. Pre-emergent herbicide or kill them with a contact, a deadly contact herbicide, mow them every two weeks. The sustainable winter turf, SWT, will look great until about April 1st. That's right. It's a and, and, and another thing is you cannot buy the seed to plant these. I didn't. I mentioned they have to, a, to be God-given. Yeah, I mentioned though to a customer today that they actually could get um, uh, yeah transplants here at Mill River Store. That's right. Thanks, her, horse herb. Thanks to Evelyn, I think it was. You're gonna get Evelyn mad. Well, I'm here and teach you a lesson. <laughs> I'm betting on Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Another key plant in the uh, SWT is horser. Talked about horser, and uh, that's that's that little little ground cover 
that has a little yellow flower on it. And uh, you, you used to have it in your lawn. And, uh, and, now, and uh, now it's disappeared. Oh, but it's coming. And you said it's gone. It's, it's, it's gone. It's going to come back. From seed and uh, from the underground roots. It's probably a good portion of those little plants you're seeing that are coming yeah. germinate are probably horser. horser. In addition to herbicide, SWT, Milton, uh-huh. <laughs> will allow you to reduce your lawn irrigation. I, I bet we'll get some kind of uh, an award, award from Saul. Conservation award. Absolutely. A St. Augustine lawn in deep shade is not going to form a thick turf, whether it's heavily watered or not. SWT. SWT. Does not require irrigation. I have not irrigated my SWT uh, ever. Save the water and take advantage of this strategy. Now, isn't that a good article, Milton? That sounds really good. I mean. All right. We've got to take a break after that great article. We can't follow it up with anything. So we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Bill Berger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on special this week at Millburgers because if you've always wanted to grow citrus or you want to add more citrus to your yard, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers, and here's why. This week at Millburgers, you will find a great sale on a huge selection of all your favorites, including lemons, limes, satsuma oranges, grapefruits, and more. They're on sale normally in the number five container. They're $44.99. Now... They are just thirty-eight eighty-eight. What a great savings. And now's the time to plant them. Now is also the time to plant your landscape shrubs. And you'll find a great selection of mobile burgers, Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much more. The number three container is now, are you ready for this, 40% off at just eleven eighty-eight. This week at Mill Burgers, you'll find Mill Burgers Winterizer Lawn Fertilizer and more on sale. 1604 on Bull Road. Go online at millburgernursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. Uh, if you enjoy bringing desirable wildlife to your yard, like hummingbirds or other wildlife, or uh, some people like squirrels. Uh, sometimes gardeners, or especially our vegetable growers, can be frustrated, but squirrels can be fun to have in the yard and watch them romp and play. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that and, and have- stew. No, we won't talk about the stew. These people don't like them watching them stew. But, uh, yeah, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you find the right products that you need to to do that, uh, tell you when things are coming to town, keep you informed. Of course, Wild Birds Unlimited, Kyle and uh, Bill are over there at uh, at uh, Hebner and Northwest Military, Hebner and Northwest Military, the Almost Creek Shopping Center. And they do a great job. They do curbside as well as you can go in. Uh, but you, you, what I think that's probably one of the best things about them is you develop a 
relationship with them. If you've been in, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been in, you'll notice once you go in that the next person, who, either there's someone in there who, who has been a long-time customer or someone who's coming in after you has been a long-time customer, and they'll help you. Uh, you'll see how much they help them and how much they enjoy shopping at Wild Birds Unlimited. So from seeds and feeds to houses and homes and uh, feeders and binoculars and yard art and uh, all kinds of great things, you'll find it at Wild Birds Unlimited uh, at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, go visit Kyle today and say hello for us. It's 210-479-BIRD. 210-479-BIRD. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And still have time to fit in even a couple questions. So give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. And Kevin says there's still time to have a hatching of sparrows. I'm not sure he so said he, that. Yeah, he did. No. Didn't you? If you uh, <laughs> if you still got uh, well, what, or what, spare, well, uh, well we're debating right uh, if you if you had not blocked your the entrances to your Martin yeah. houses oh no Jerry's debate we're debating whether you would have eggs uh, you might have English sparrow yeah. nests in there you definitely would uh, I'm I'm kind of yeah I'm I'm thinking you'd have you'd have nests for sure because I've I've found them where they pulled out my, yeah. Why would they build a nest if they weren't going to have eggs? Because oh, they might be uh, going to have a vacation uh, home. <laughs> a vacation home. Yeah, I mean, they at some at some point they quit they uh, quit laying eggs. Hmm. But uh, but that's one of the issues with the uh, English sparrows, and that's why you do block those ho- holes. As you no, uh, you don't want to block. They you, just keep they just keep raising young. Um, aren't you pro life, Calvin? Of the birds? Oh, gosh, she's got to put Yeah, me you're, 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 just, you're, you're, you're walking into something you don't want to go on. 210-308-8867. I've, I've heard that he's not. I don't think that he, he likes he the dislike the sparrow. I am pro-purple martin. Yeah, yeah there we go. All right. That he will actually kill the young mart, the young sparrows. I don't want that. Dig them out. 210-308-8867. Did Calvin write anything more you want to discuss? Yeah, I have a question oh, dear. for people to contemplate. Okay, contemplate. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Oh, okay. You want uh, to contemplate I'll, it now? I want the people that have these SWTs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sustainable. To tell me or to think about where they came from. Where did they come from? I never planted annual bluegrass. They come on the wind. And I didn't. I it. didn't. I didn't plant uh, 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 horse herb. Oh, okay. Do you have an answer for this? Rescue, or you just want to... uh, rescue grass. I didn't plant rescue grass. But it's it's all over my yard. Beautiful yard during the winter, and I never planted it. All right. So I want people to figure, wonder, and tell me tomorrow where that where that came from. Val is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Val, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you? Thank you. I have two plants that I do not know what the names are, and I'll describe them. I did get them from an associate of yours, 
Uh, one, it's it's like white brush, but it and it smells like white brush, but it's very big. Uh, it gets real tall and it has real thick branches. And the other one is a woody type plant with small leaves, small orange flowers that the hummingbirds prefer over everything else I've got in my yard. Are those orange flowers, uh, are they uh, like uh, long or, I mean, pointed or? Yeah, yes, they they are. Yes. I'm guessing uh, the hummingbirds they go for that. Cape, yeah, I'm guessing Jerry and I are guessing Cape honeysuckle, which is Cape a, honeysuckle. Yeah, Cape C A P E, which uh-huh. is from South Africa, and we use it quite a bit in landscapes here, and uh, it is it's, it's kind of it's famous for the late blooming, and it blooms until the cold weather gets here. Yeah, and the hummingbirds love it. Yes, they do. And the other one that smells like white brush, but it's a very large plant with uh, thick, thick branches, and it's, it's just a giant, you know. White brush. What is white brush? White brush. It smells very good. That's that's native, but this one is apparently a hybrid. And oh, you planted and, it. I mean, you. It's a plant you planted. Yes, it is, but I've lost the name tags to to both these plants, and I'm trying to identify them again. But huh. I, uh, maybe somebody in the audience, of course, we're getting close, to the, uh, but maybe somebody in the audience will recognize that. But I don't, I don't know what white white brush is. And uh, uh, I can't sure think Jerry of what it might be. Know what what, what is? is the? Yeah, Jerry. What? You should uh, know. I did what? <laughs> I have a a uh, I have a plant like a white brush, but it is apparently a hybrid. It gets very tall, big woody stems, and it it smells just like white brush. It, it smells heavily. Where did you get it? It's not one of those hibiscus. I no. got it from an associate of yours, but I cannot remember the name of the nursery. Not Brumancia or one of those, is it? No. Uh, did you get it from Manuel Flores? No, I didn't get it from him. I think it's off of Bandera Road or... Uh, oh, the nursery. Rainbow Garden Centers and there's uh, the Garden Center? Yeah. I, I, we're we're at a loss for that one. Uh, you, are, okay. you, can, you can take it, take a cutting, and is it blooming now? Oh yes, it's blooming now. It blooms a lot. Maybe, maybe you could send us a picture, send Jerry a picture. Yeah, can you send okay. us a picture? Okay, perhaps I can do that. That'd be helpful. Uh, I'll send it in an envelope. A piece of it or something. Oh, can you take a, a picture with your camera and send it or no? I don't have anything like that. Oh, okay. Or you could, uh, yeah. Is Landa, is Landa Garden Center still open there in New Brunswick? Well, no, she's not I got there. in San Antonio. I got in San Antonio. It okay. seems like it's off a of Bandera Road there. Yeah. 
Well, I was thinking if Lambda Garden Center is still open, you could take a piece by there and, and show them. Uh-huh. Or when you come to San Antonio, bring a piece with a bloom. Okay. And so, some foliage. Uh-huh. Uh, to, to any of the nurseries in San Antonio, probably. And, uh, of course, if you're from New Braunfels, uh, no, remember... No, I'm from Hondo. Oh, you're from Hondo. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mary Margaret's uh, nursery's out of business there in Castorville. Yes, it I is. I don't know. And I don't know. And there's another nurse. nursery that's closed. It was on the main highway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's just a lot of them have had to close up. Yeah, that's true. I think an incinerary, a rainbow, I think, near Cashville looks like it's still open, and uh, maybe I could take it to them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, can you, I don't can leave you, the place very often, though. <laughs> yeah. Can you swing by? Is Are we too far? Can you swing by and bring it by Millburgers? It's in Hondo. She's in Hondo. Hondo. I understand I'm where she's at. <laughs> That's my, I've driven to Hondo, too. She's in Valverde, but she's not near y'all. Oh, okay. All right. Well, but it's yeah, a very like useful, uh, a very nice plant to have and easy to grow. Both the plants that I... I've uh, asked questions on are very easy to grow. I'm and it only it only blooms in the fall. No, um, it almost blooms the year round. If we have rain, especially. Sunisa. So, but, but what color no, is growing? It's full bloom now, but no, it's not a sunisa. It's a white bloom. White, little bitty, little bitty, a bunch of little bitty blooms. Hmm. And it's fragrant. Yes, very much so. One of its sweet olives. Sweet olive? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I have a sweet olive tree. No. Yeah, okay. I think your best bet is to bring it in somewhere where where you're you're comfortable going. Where okay, you, where I certainly will. All right, and call us and tell so us what it was. Sure. Thank you, thank you so much, and I appreciate your show very much. Oh, okay. thank you, you're very Thank nice. you for listening. Thank All right. Thank you. So you take care. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Got about a minute. Um, Cal, uh, Calvin talked about uh, supplementing the hummingbird feeders with containers of firebush. And pour the weed in the sun. They can they can actually be in containers, like Kevin said, with containers. Use Penta and Fire Spike in the shade. And these, I, these I love Fire Spike. Get them at you. Just get them at your favorite nursery. And of yeah. course, Mill, Millburgers has got them, and they'll be in bloom. You just don't even take them out of the container. Just put them in a good spot, and yeah. those those migrating hummingbirds that are going to be coming through right right away. Yeah. Well, take advantage of them. And the fire spike, uh, after it blew, or <laughs> when you get the, rid of the blooms, or when the blooms stop coming, they, of course they won't stop coming in the fall, uh, you can plant it in the soil. It'll, it'll uh, it'd be a per, uh, perennial. In All the right. fall. We got to say goodbye for today, but join us back here at Millburgers tomorrow. 210, well, I won't give you the number. We're back 
then here at Melbourne's <laughs> 1604 on Bulverde Road. Thanks to Al doing a great job on behalf of the docs. Thanks to you very much for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer.